podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Welcome to FML Yours! <laughs> I'm Alon. This is In this episode, we'll go over what the fuck is happening, pick our captain's cleans for the upcoming game week two, and cover like any transfers that we're thinking about, basically. Okay. Um, Got to shout out the current as of right now, Monday night. Because we gotta, there's no, there's no time off in between the weeks, so we gotta record before the week's over. But as of right now, Monday night, FPL Junior, who I think is Henry, but I'm not sure. FPL Junior is the top of the FML FPL league. I have no comment. <laughs> All right, I have an opening question. Um, I want to know what you're wearing on the sideline as a manager. And if you're a player, what would you want your manager to be wearing? I'm going to take the latter part. I mean, three-piece suit all day. Yeah. If my manager's wearing a three-piece suit, I'm I'm so happy. I absolutely hate Pep Guardiola sweater over the tie shirt. Oh, no. I hate yeah. that combination. Yeah, I've never liked that. <clears throat> no, just... it's just too, like, college professor can't afford yeah. better clothes look i just i despise it but you like a kike sanchez flores right yeah i like the no tie and like a little yeah i feel like kike is like the classy he's, pep in terms yeah, but of he, style he's just beautiful so I mean, it doesn't matter yeah, what he wears mona lisa yeah he could wear a fucking dick shorts and like a tank <laughs> and he'd be great yeah <laughs> But um, yeah, I mean, I think, we've seen so many varieties already in the tournament. Oh uh, yeah, but no, definitely as a player, if my manager's dressed to the nines with a nice three piece suit or just a regular suit, I'm happy. Uh, but I lo- you know, I love the vest. Like, I'm all about the vest with the suit, like all day. Yeah, you're a vestman. But um, for me, I mean, I live in pajamas and sweatpants. Like, I'm wearing tr- the most comfortable possible thing. Like, I'm doing the Alex Neal and wearing like trainers and then I'm going to change into a suit for the post game when I have to be presentable. Like I'm yeah, wearing yeah, yeah, Tony yeah, Pulis yeah. shit like yeah, I'm Tony looking Pulis, like a slob. Yeah. yeah or like totally. wasn't one of the managers today, I think the Ireland manager maybe Martin O'Neill, he was just wearing like a, just like a comfortable ass sweatshirt. Yeah, like the Belichick. Give me a Belichick. Yeah, it's just like fucking, a hoodie. Belichick is savage, dude. <laughs> give me, give, give me, me a, a hoodie. fucking hoodie with cut off sleeves. And I love like the sleeves like roll up because they like, actually cut it with a scissor. There's no seam there. Yeah, give me that. I'm I'm all about that. Like yeah, I want to look like a slob. Yeah, I just I mean, want to be comfortable. I don't know what I would. What I think you? I would go just like business cash. Like yeah. I, I would look khakis. Yeah, like a, like a wedding after everyone's fucked up and has been partying. So like I was wearing a suit earlier in the day for the pregame press conference, and then I took my jacket off, like took off my tie, rolled up my sleeves, yeah. but I'm still like looking good. But my hair is okay. a little fucked up probably. Okay. But like my manager, I think I'm with you. I think I'm biased because Conte just looks so good and boss, and I just want him to be my manager. Like, that would get me more amped than, like, some fucking lad in a tracksuit, I think. But Yeah. And nothing bothered me more than, um, I hate Del Bosque. I think he's, like, the worst. He just wears, like, a funeral suit. He's so just fat and disgusting. Yeah, he's just gross. His mustache, it's, I just can't imagine when he eats food, how much food gets stuck in his mustache. Oh my god. It must be all of it. It has to be all of it. Yeah, yeah. It's just like calm. It's just like, uh, it's a disaster. Mm, Yeah, no, not good. That's a good, that was a good one to Tuds. Yeah, I mean, if it gets us going, it's good. But it's gonna be a good pod. Every pod's good, let's go. Yeah, so let's start, as we do, with FMLFPL with our team. Um, The shit just updated just now, so we can actually look at our points for, like, the first time. Fucking website, man. It's the fucking worst thing Honestly, though, the fact that the website hasn't crashed within the window of the hour before lineups and then the deadline has been massive. That's all you need. 
Yeah, that's. I feel like that's like McDonald's being like, yeah, we got that covered. Like, <laughs> we're big enough to handle this. Yeah, but the World Cup game, dude, the first couple weeks, there were times when you would sub in a player and it would automatically sub out someone in your formation that you didn't put who may have gotten points and oh you were just fine. Oh, my fucked. God. Yeah, you I just remember. lose your fucking shit daily. Yeah, no, I remember on FFS back when we were doing the World Cup game, like, it was like week one or week two and then they fixed it, but. Player, some people, some of the people were posting that they like took at like they just made their normal sub like to take yeah. out a two pointer or something, yeah. and like a nine pointer got taken out like randomly and they couldn't and they put it back. Put him back in. <laughs> yeah, they couldn't put him back, and they're like, "Oh my god, so shitty." But yeah, and also this app is good. They have like a free app. I feel like it's kind of better than the website. Yeah, I think they're both pretty similar. I don't know. Yeah, they're decent. Yeah, they're both fine. Again, the fucking site doesn't crash, and that's what yeah, it normally not, you're does. Right, so you're right. Fine. Functionally, I'll take this site all day. Yeah, all day. I mean, it's nothing will ever be FPL, but give me this all day. It's fine. Yep. So we're on 59 points. We're like 18K in the world. Feels pretty good. Um, our Our defenders are just fucking scenes. Yeah, I mean, we still have Kozicic, but we're going to sub him out for Almer tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, we have four returns out of our five defenders, which is great. We had eight-pointer from Benucci today, six from Huvedes and Juan Fran, and then 11 from Shar. That's really been everything. That's everything. That's yeah. like the majority of our points right there. I mean, we're 24th midfield. in the FMLPL League, which is pretty good. It's got 300 members. Really? Yeah, 295 That's as of right now. Yeah, I and mean, I see, I gotta shout out Jabroni Ellsbury also, because he always tweets at me, and I see he's number three on there. Proud of him. Three, that's good. Yeah, but um, yeah, I mean, so we're, 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 yesterday was darkness after a Mueller blank and just fucking everything was horrible. And then today is Laton, Captain Zlatan. He got a lucky kind of assist thing. Even though he was he was really good all game, I shouldn't say lucky, but that Benucci assist was just a fucking orgasm. Yeah, it was such a beautiful ball. And then the, the pass of the tournament it was just like I could watch it on repeat. Yeah, it was so sick. It was so far out. And then the jock, our our fucking little old flirt flirtation yes. with Jockerini, and he yes. came in with a twelve pointer. Yeah, and I was happy because people were saying that they got him in because we shattered him on the pod. So I felt proud in that moment. Yeah, I mean he he didn't look good to me in general, but we were talking during the game. But yeah, that goal seconds, was really well taken. Yeah, Thirty seconds before he scored, I tweeted like, "How fucking bad is Giacarini?" And my friend Rami, who's like a huge Italy fan, he like grew up there as a big Juve fan and shit. <clears throat> he he texted me like again like thirty seconds before the goal, and was just like, "Giacarini's wearing clogs." <laughs> <laughs> so, that is so good. Such a good no, way to put it. Every single he was Lukakuing every touch was just pinballing yeah, out of bounds to the other yeah, team. Just bounce off. Yeah. yeah. But that take and the finish beautiful. of the goal is just beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah, so the that's best why. thing is I gotta send it to you after if you haven't seen it. They have like a you know if they have like the all twenty two cam, like the above camera mm-hmm. for like tactics. They have on the pass, on Benucci's pass where Giagrini scores. Um, Simon or whatever, Simon, the yeah, right back. Right back. He's like marking Gia Carini, and then as soon as Gia gets behind him, he kind of just like runs away from him. <laughs> and then he gets really fucking pissed off at Toby and tries to blame him for it. So. <laughs> it's so good. He just like peels away and then he turns around, like puts his hands in the air, like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> That's good. It's yeah, really Simon. Good. That was another big thing from today with no Denaire. No Denaire, and there were some other defenders that were benched. Uh, Versalco sticks out. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we we were preaching spending a lot in defense, and that's big for us. Yeah, I mean, that's that's one thing looking at it. Granted, we have a few players tomorrow that haven't played, but it feels really good so far that we have all of our players played, no one got hurt, and they all seem pretty comfortably set up to start for the next two group games, so... Um, I yeah, think it, as of right now, we're not using a transfer. No, I think it's ideal not to use a transfer just because the way that we set up our teams, if you want to ever bump up in a price bracket for any player anywhere, you have to use two transfers. Two and transfers. taking a hit, as we can see how low scoring the game is and how few goals there have been, taking minus fours is just fucked. 
fucked up. Like, yeah, no. If you have like all your players playing, then taking minus four just seems fucking crazy. Especially yeah, but, like there's no like you said, there's so, it's such low goal scoring. It's like you're not gonna bring in someone who's gonna have like a fucking hat trick. Like yeah, yeah I know like Pae was really good and fucking Cruz was really good. Like they're not gonna like score 18 pointers or anything like yeah especially when it's basically you think about an fpl like it's basically game week 38 all the time because we have a wild card in two weeks yeah and you have so many transfers every week it's it's such a short game the amount of time that you have to make up a hit is so small it just makes no sense to me whatsoever to do a hit like if I had Denayer, I probably wouldn't even take a hit to do that maybe yeah we'll get to that later because that's that's like the most common question that people are sending into me is like, I have so and so who didn't play. What the fuck should I do? And yeah, I, th- I think we both agree that in essence, like just hiding them on your bench is probably the best thing to do. Yeah, I mean, you just you you took a risk in getting that player to begin with. They're not expensive. If they're not playing, then you just have fourteen men instead of fifteen. Yeah. So let me ask you before we go to a sponsor: Are there any guys on our squad right now that you're like? Unhappy with or really regretting getting? Um, probably only Ollie. I think it was just kind of we got. I would if like if Ollie was priced at seven five, I would never have considered him. Never ever. And yeah. I think it's just we kind of got boxed in just because of his six five price tag that he just had so much perceived value. But like I don't know. He yeah. he, I mean, he was the invisible. Thing that makes me feel better about it is every single guy that we considered instead of him blanked. Which is yeah, like pretty homesick, much. Chal, uh, fucking Jason just made fun of me for pronouncing Chal on a glue, <laughs> and now I can't do it. Um, it. You always just do it, and it's great. I know, I have no confidence. Mm. Homesick, Fab, they all fucking blank, so Ali just joins the party. Yeah, but, you know, I just, I no, felt yeah. like... Yeah, he, he was deep a lot of the he game. Was, yeah, and he was just bad. Like, it was the typical kind of game where it's like, the stage was too big or the lights were too bright and right. he's like too young and it's like, oh shit, it's not qualifying anymore. Like, I'm going to shit my pants. And that's what yeah. he was doing all game. And yeah. he was just disjointed and looked bad. But other than him, I, I fucking love like Mailman on Swiss. Like, he's going to get points. He hit Jamiley Cyrus, dude. Yeah. I love him. And then Perry on Croatia. I mean, he hit the bar and he, he was had a few. Fucking he best was so thing good. Ever. I yeah. fucking love him. Yeah. And then I mean, Mueller, whatever. He kind of disappeared, but you always feel like he's going to come back into things. Yeah, his stats were bad, but yeah, he's fucking Mueller. Yeah. I mean, Kozicic, like that's a mare. Like he he's bad. Like his where he was standing when Bale took that free kick, and then what he did was just ridiculous. Mental. To me. Mental. Yeah. So I mean, I know we had for, we were trying to figure out how to have the Sommer and Almer combo. Which would have been great because we would have yeah, already I wish, booked I that wish we could have made that work. Yeah, yeah, but we we already took little skimps here and there, so that's how we ended up. So hopefully, Almer just does the business against Hungary, which he should do. But uh, no, I mean in general, I really like our I, I like our squad a lot, even though we've gotten one goal from six attackers so far, which is terrible. Obviously, terrible. Mm. But uh, yeah, I feel the same way. I'm excited. Yeah, um, yeah we're good. All right, Char, Leo, dude. What? Shar. Oh my god, that was such fucking, a good way to fucking start everything. Fucking love that First guy, game on fucking Saturday. It was like, what, 9.20 a.m. Eastern, 6.20 West Coast time. I love <laughs> this was like so, so good, yeah. Um, all right, let's do a sponsor and then really get into the fucking thick of things. All right. Just fingers some pussy. Yeah, you'll give those fingers a little sniff. Why not? When no one's looking. We've all been there. Just finished manscaping, trimming down that 70s style bush. Alright bro, nice job. Ladies will dig it, trust me. But wait, find it a little sweatier down south without that hairy buffer? No worries. Jiggy Love's got you with the Jiggy Love dick perfume. Just a spritz here, or a spritz there, and your sweaty man section will be smelling like sweet, sweet roses in a quick second. You can even shove your hand down your pants and smell your fingers whenever you want, because everyone will know you've got love down your pants. Yogi Love's dick perfume, that is. Warning, using Love's dick perfume as lubricant while masturbating is not advisable. Too much dick perfume on your dick and the tingling will turn into stinging. (laughs) Oh my 
my god, I'm crying, dude. That was fucking scenes. Oh, that might be the best sponsor ever. Yeah, I think it might have been. I can't. I can't believe it. you got through that without laughing. I just zone. You know when you zone. You just yeah, you just zone. zone. You know, yeah. you can see the finish line. Just like, yeah, the finish line was after the first word, and I was like, it's like when you're playing like the, a racing video game, and it keeps the checkpoint gets further. Yeah, <laughs> but then I, I got there. It's good. Oh okay. wow, terrific work right there. <laughs> that was that was beautiful. Um. Okay, so where should we begin? I think. A lot of people, just a quick covering of the rules, <laughs> again, would kind of help a lot of people. Okay. Because I'm seeing a lot of people on Twitter, like, missing the deadline and having points on their bench and trying to, like, take Captain... Someone was trying to, like, take Captain off bail and then put it back on bail. It's like, basically, anytime you take Captain off or sub a guy out, they're permanently on your bench. Mm-hmm. And the deadline every morning is at kickoff of the first game. Yep. That's really, that's it, right? That's really all you need to know. Yeah, I mean, and the one like strategic thing that you and I have talked a lot about and I've tweeted about it is just don't sub guys out until you absolutely have to. Like always sub a guy out who's playing on a later date versus someone who got like a two-pointer because you just never know, you're going to get the lineups before the first game. You never know who's like not going to play or pick up an injury in training or whatever, and you might need those two points or three points that you're subbing out. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, we had that case this morning where it was like, okay, what are the odds we have a couple guys coming in that we get? We would need to basically get like a red card and then someone concede two goals for us to have made a wrong decision. But like that could happen theoretically. So yeah, the la- the later you could possibly make your substitutions just to get lineups like tomorrow. Yeah, Almer's obviously going to play against Hungary, but what if the lineup comes out and he like fucking had food poisoning and he's dead? That that like, could we would lose happen. three points. Yeah, or what if like yeah, Janazovic is of course supposed to start, but what if some fucking crazy shit happens and he doesn't? Like he was in the you, fucking porno with the hair. Yeah, like you just wait as much as you can before you you sub. It just makes total sense to me because it's going to burn you one way or if you don't. Somehow, at like some point, it it will burn you. Yeah. yeah, that's equivalent to like making a transfer on FPL on Saturday night. Yeah, it's and like, they're still like two games. Champs League and Euro yeah. League and and games. Yeah, yeah. it just like makes just no wait. sense. Yeah. But um, I mean, I think everyone probably who didn't have a grasping of the rules either were was like, "Fuck it, this game sucks," and they're not playing anymore, yeah. or they know what they're doing now. Yeah, yeah. Um, by now, I hope so. Yeah, but I think the for me, I think anyway, the most predominant thing that seems to have happened this week is just the overwhelming scores from defenders versus attackers. And I know I was starting to see a lot of FFS people just captaining defenders instead of attackers. Yeah. Um, what do you? What do you? What's your take on that? Yeah, I mean, I'm seeing a lot of that too. Like people are like, "Yeah, next week I'm just going to start captaining defenders." I mean, to me, there's. There's two reasons why defenders had way more goals than midfielders or forwards, and it's basically uh, there were a lot of parked buses this week. There were a lot of just like one team dominating, the other team just all 11 men defending. So that lends itself towards like crosses and set pieces where defenders score goals. And I just like a lack of fluidity. Like these, they're basically playing on brand new teams. With like brand new players, and except for like maybe Germany and Spain or something, but there's just getting used to playing together, getting used to the competition. It's the first game, so people are probably a little more like you know pessimistic or safe in their in their style, especially the worst teams who don't want to just get like thrashed in week one and be out of the fucking race and goal differential. I just think for me, like with our elite attackers, like. It's not like they're going anywhere. We're going to have the same attackers. Like, I would always captain like Mueller over one of my defenders. But I, yeah, I think it just goes back to looking at upside. I mean, the chances. Granted, we've seen a lot of center back goals. Like PK Shar had one. The fucking Dyer. Russian old fuck Dyer. That's not common at all. And you know, you have. Three games, it's a very short window of group before you have another wild card. And to me, it's just the upside is not there in Captain Defenders. I mean, I, it, a lot of people like Captain Juan Fran today, for example, and or uh, maybe Ramos, but 
the chances that you get a clean sheet, like, okay, that looks pretty good. So maybe if it's like last day or That's what I was on, about to say after you were done with your statement. It's like, yeah, the last day or second to last day, if you have no like real good options, like, you know, Ronaldo against fucking Iceland, like you, <clears throat> you'd cap him. But on the last day or second to last day, if there's a really, really good looking clean sheet, then that's totally reasonable. Because yeah, just as to the make week sure goes you on, the- you're your threshold for sticking or twisting keeps going down. Yeah, and just to make sure you don't land on a two-pointer, because if you cap a two-pointer into four, I mean, that's a big difference to a 10-pointer or a 12-pointer if you capped in, you know, an assist or a clean sheet. And yeah, I think, but even still, it's just the upside is not there. And, and captaining defenders from game week, from match day one and the next game week, Thinking that you're going to get a return and a clean sheet's not because we you know we play FPL. Like, I feel like it's the first yeah. week's always really fucked up and low scoring and internationals. I think producer brought that up and World yeah. Cup felt the same way last last World Cup too. But Absolutely. they have the jitters and nerves and but they're going to shake them and we already and have a good start idea. To have to win. Yeah, we already have a good idea about you know who is in the driver's seat for groups, who looks good, who looks bad, and things like that. So. That should inform our captaincy selections as well moving forward, but um, it's yeah, just it's it's I, a really totally weird thing. Agree. Yeah, the upside and like someone like Mueller, I feel like is a perfect example because like yeah, his stats were bad. He only mm-hmm. had like one shot, but like if you watch the game, he was so involved. Like there were so many like one twos that almost came off that he would score. He still was in the box a lot. He he had like six touches in the box. I think it's just like. That guy is always going to be more likely to score than like fucking Mustafi, who just like yeah. won. He probably won one out of one headers and scored it. You know, yeah, yeah. Like it's just low percent chance of success. Yeah, I think it's got to just still be go with your big hitting attackers and goals are going to come. But as it gets late on, maybe maybe look to defense. But I don't yeah, know. yeah, I agree. So what what are some teams that have been surprising you this week? Anyone? Hmm, that's a good question. I mean, I think one place to start that's very relevant to the pod is like with England because I think that a lot of people are so down, you know, just focusing on the result, which was obviously really shitty that they drew in the last second. They should have fucking dominated. Russia was horrible, which was also surprising, by the way. But from an FPL perspective... I'm pretty encouraged with England because there were a lot of teams that played against park buses, like I mentioned earlier. And to me, England was easily one of the best. Like them and probably Germany stick out to me the most in terms of like generating chances against 11 men park bus in the box and just like movement. And like, you know, they would like a pass would be too heavy for Kane. And sure, that's not a chance, but. That means they were doing something right, and if that pass was on or if that was Vardy, that could have been a goal. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I agree. I think that England in general looked good against Russia, but I think it's maybe being a little harsh because Russia looked like maybe the worst side in the tournament so far to me. Um, I mean, they, they they didn't score a goal in open play. The main problem for me with England that will never end until his death is Roy Hodgins is, is their manager. I hate him so much. Um, I mean, so it's bad. it's difficult because you're already up against it when you have such an incompetent old fucking fuck. Yeah, that's and true. And the lack of changes in the second yeah, half. The and subs, yeah. Every, everything was just such a nightmare. And when, when he's forced to manage... Uh, you, it goes tits up, and I thought his lineup that he picked would have maybe been the exact same lineup that I would have selected. But yeah, it's good. Yeah. At halftime, it was clear that you know Raheem, get the fuck out of my face. Lana tired very quickly in the second half. He wasn't yeah. putting it together, and he was yeah, just yeah, yeah. fluffing everything in the first. There are a lot of problems. As as much as they did kind of create and have those yeah. just almost chances so often in the first half. Yeah. I think it's also a detriment to just. Their clinical ability and nature, and just like it's England, like they're always going to shit the bed in big tournaments. Yeah, I guess I'm just more of an optimist on the England. I'm not like one of the, you know, I'm not fucking English basically, so I'm not like an insane England pessimist. I'm still like optimistic that like Kane will shake it off, and I think he's top quality, et cetera, et cetera. But no, I see your point. They, they, 
the Roy-ness could ruin a lot of things <laughs> in everyone. Like I could see him just sending out the exact same lineup and not giving like Vardy a start over Sterling or something. But yeah, I mean, if he goes unchanged in the next game, someone I wouldn't be surprised me if someone assassinates him. Yeah, they as they should. One of these fucking hooligans. Crazy fucks, yeah. But yeah, I mean, like that game in general just surprised me because Russia were just so pessimistic and bad. They're really bad. They were really bad, dude. Yeah, I mean, that that group. I think that group is really interesting because yeah, England Wales is not a gimme. Oh, dude, not even close. Wales Wales could easily win that game. That's a good segue because Wales was fucking good. Yeah, they were just like a cohesive team, like eleven yeah. best friends. They had a lot of shots on goal. Like, yeah, uh, no, they they were just like co- they were just purely a cohesive team. It yeah. looked like a club team and not a national team. Exactly, exactly. Clear objective of what they wanted to do. They yep, did it they very well. Yeah, and I yeah, mean, we I think have we have He had fucking six saves and they scored two goals. Like two goals was the. Highest that any team scored, you know. Yeah, so and they had a couple of those late, yeah. like two on twos or whatever that yeah. Bale or whomever could have easily slotted. It could have been three one. Well, if Ramsey it, just fucking kills himself, then they'll probably score like five goals next game. Ramsey and Hodgson just a little murder oh suicide. Oh my god, yeah. Um, but I think it's really interesting because I'm looking at this group, right? Okay, you have England and Russia on one point. Russia clearly are a nightmare. They should finish last. Yep. You have Slovakia on zero points, but Slovakia should spank Russia. They were okay, Slovakia. I think they were better than okay. They were I better think... than okay. They they had like yeah, I guess Wales had some last ditch clearances and that Ben Davies off yeah, the line was insane. They I think they had signs. I think they're gonna grow into the tournament. I think they were very much of like a first team jitters type of team when they had a lot yeah, of really they young just players. Didn't create much. That no, was my issue with them. Yeah. I, I fucking like Slovakia. you know I like Slovakia. I like them. I think You like they, the mad scientist Hamshik. His but, his look is just the funniest oh, thing yeah, to me. All day. He's, he's like just a, like a fucking torture scientist. He's like Peabody and the little dog. What's that? Yeah, say? he is like Peabody, yeah, totally. What is that called? Peabody's science experiment? I don't know. I I know the exact like okay. human that you're talking about. He um, also kind of looks like the like incognito guy in Chrome. Ugh, I love him. <laughs> he knows all my secrets, dude. He knows everything about me. <laughs> Just put like, a hat and a fucking collar on Hamshik and he is that guy. Okay, all day. Yeah. Um but back to the group. So um yeah. so Slovakia though, Slovakia gets to play Russia, so they win that game, right? I think do, yeah. I mean I think Wales and England that that could be up against it. a draw Wales win I would be surprised if England wins that game I think it could be like a two two or something like I think that draws Wales. most likely yeah but look at it so if there's a draw in that game and Slovakia wins and you're going to be looking at uh, Wales, four points Slovakia, Wales England uh, three points Slovakia two points England, England. Yeah. one point Russia like that's a fuck fest that would be awesome. England could easily not. And then do. Wales will fucking do Russia. I mean, Wales oh, yeah. is by far in the best position. I mean, oh, they're they're far. looking fucking great right now to by win. Because they yeah. still have Russia. They should be yeah. on six auto. Yeah. Ugh, should we get Bale? Ah oh, man. He is yeah. such a fucking tit fest. Of all the, like, highly high-priced, like, top-tier forwards, he was, he was just the best thing ever. I just, like, slot But his fucking Italy goal was week. bullshit. Yeah, it was bullshit. That's the thing that pisses me off, you know? Yeah. Like Zlatan, I looked that. at Zlatan's stats because I was like, I just, you know when you want to like verify what you saw with your eyes? Yeah. He had 12 touches in the box to lead all forwards, four shots on goal, three in the box. And he like created chances too. He got a fucking assist. Like he was so fucking good. Yeah, but Bale's he's not goal was fucking again. shit. What? He's not playing Ireland again. No, I know. That's, that's that's the problem. That's the problem, yeah. yeah. But Bale's goal was like, yeah, what the fuck was that? It was like yeah, bullshit. but he should have scored an open play. He just fucked up at the end. Yeah, he did kind of yeah. fuck up. And Ramsey really fucking sucked. Yeah. Um, all right, what else? Any other teams that you want to talk about? I mean, Croatia, they, I mean, they we should talk about. Yeah, Turkey. we should talk about Croatia. They were fucking great. And the best thing about Croatia, in my opinion, was... The first half was so frustrating because all they were fucking doing was crossing. Like, that's all they would do is just try and cross to Mandzukic. And he would, like, kind of win some headers, but they weren't, like, real chances. And, like, when you're dominating as much as they were dominating, you can't just rely on crosses. Like, you should be able to penetrate and pass and and shoot in the box. 
And then second half, they just made adjustments and I don't know what, just fucking stepped it up and everything. They just like created so many chances in the second half. Yeah, I mean, Croatia's just so weird to me because well, I missed the first half because it was too early, but I was watching the second half and like, they have so much skill, They're, like yeah. technically, like just their 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 forward, their front yeah, five or whatever. They hit the twice. They had so many. Serna shots. is fucking fucked up. I didn't realize how He's good he was, but so that, good. That post he hit on that free, I was Ridiculous. just getting the feels. I was just thinking, how the fuck do we not own this guy? Yeah, like cool. how is he this good? Yeah, and they they were pretty solid at the back. I mean, Turkey really didn't put a good account of themselves, in my opinion. I I feel like they they're were a lot. Bad, of, they're yeah. a much better team than that. They were like playing scared, almost giving them. Yeah, too much yeah, respect. totally. But um, I mean, no, they he, they subbed off Toronto early. The other guy was like, fixing his fucking hair or whatever. Yeah, that but was fucked. Croatia's. I mean, again, there. This is a kind of interesting thing. Is after one game, you only have three games, so you're thirty three percent of the way through, and they have three points in that group. They are very much in the driver's seat, and it's their group. I mean, they're going to get to play Spain for all the marbles in the third week. So, assuming that they do Czech Republic next week, which they should do, I mean, that's going to be a great game. What Spain Croatia? Yeah, yeah, that's going to be a fucking highlight of the of the fucking group stage, probably the way probably, it's shaping yeah. up because like. Yeah. Other teams will have it, like Germany will have it locked up. France will probably have it pretty locked up. And uh, Germany, actually, I want to go over there. Ukraine, dude, Konoplyanka is a fucking fuck. I love that guy. He's so good. I thought Ugh, their I game plan was spot on. Yeah, I mean, they could have easily won that game they on could another have day. Easily, they had by far the best chances. Oh yeah, not even close. Konoplyanka, um, they blew really it. Kind of honestly, they like kind of fucking blew it. Judging yeah, by the I mean, chances. The, the, yeah, the Boateng clearance was fucked up. Yeah, and Neuer made some great saves too, but they should have done better. Yeah. Honestly, they should. Yeah, have. they no, they should have. They should have probably to not drawn score it. one goal with all those chances. With all those chances is bad. Yeah, I mean Neuer did have a few really good saves. It probably should probably one one would have been a better account. Yeah, but or two one would have been fine. But yeah, we have we have who it is. Yeah. He, he, I'm a little worried about him. But he did he put a foot wrong at right back? Like not really. Was, he was, was good. He was good, but they were getting all of their shit on the wing. You know what yeah. I mean? He's not a big overlapper because he's a fucking center back. Yeah, I mean, I'm a little worried, but I I can't see him changing out of that. I mean, it's like the their World Cup winning right back. Like that's he, the thing is that, that's what I kept like. Just putting my hat on was just that he played out of position right back the entire fucking World Cup. Yeah, and, and they the won thing the is whole Hector thing. is so attacking. Yeah, so, so like, lock down the right side, like down. whatever. And you know anyway. what? I'm looking right now. Wow, this is a fucking Todd Fest. Are you ready for this stat? <laughs> I'm on the team stats page in, in Fantasy Football Scout, and fucking they have chances created by left, center, and right. And Ukraine have zero percent of their chances created from the left. Actual fucking goose egg. Open us! Pounding my chest right now. I love his hoovidus. Yeah, it's so, so fucking. Give me those sick. umlauts all day. Yeah, umlaut. Yeah, I just want. We don't have enough accents in our team. Uh, we have no. some umlauts actually. No, we have we have mailman. I don't know how to say his name. It's like Jimaili. That's why I keep calling him Jimaili Cyrus. And we have Shar and Mueller. That's solid. Yeah. I wish we had a hyphenated, though. What was the fucking thing the broadcaster said? Oh, hyphenated and celebrated. Oh, when Robinson Canoe scored. Oh, Canoe. Yeah, Robinson Canoe. Oh, my God. That was good. Don't you know Robinson Canoe? Oh, yeah, exactly. Um, All right. What about. We're going nuts, though. You wanted to talk about Germany a bit? Nah, fuck. I just want to talk about Canoplianka because I love him. We should talk about Italy because they were fucking. Ugh. We both kind of fell in love today. Yeah, I. I mean, I have my Del Piero jersey that I'm looking at right now. It's in my closet. I can't wait to wear it to work when they play on Friday. Yes, like they were. They were so good. Dude. Yeah, everything and I was that we fucking talked was about just, was true. What they were like? Everything we talked about is true. Like they were just so fucking clinical and defended so fucking well, and they're just so fucking sexy and good. Yeah, they're just like I feel like with Italy more than any other team, they take genuine pride over their performances. Yeah, I mean when they have the yeah. when they have the Azuri on, it's just 
they look at each other and they they just pick themselves up. I feel like it's. it's I, I love watching there. It's just like Real moderate. Madrid and Champs League for me. It's like yeah. That's just like a different league. Like they don't give a shit. Real f- finish fucking fifth in the league if they win Champions League. They don't fucking care. Like no, that's what they're they're at Real to win Champions Leagues, and that's what they yeah. fucking keep doing. Like Italy is just they're always gonna tit. They're just a fucking tit fest. They've shut down Belgium and fucking dominated. Yeah, I mean Belgium maybe off the top of my head had two good chances and they, yeah, were, like they were maybe half chances but and that and that Lukaku yeah but i mean the defense was just fucking swarming and they blocked everything they blocked and, a million um, shots i've killed for bonus cuz fucking Benucci would get max all day he would have gotten like six bonus points yeah but it was just <laughs> no sonia would have somehow still gotten three bonus fuchs would have gotten three bonus yeah, sonia and fuchs would steal all Benucci's yeah. bonus um, but it was just a completely overwhelming team performance, I think, from Italy today. Yeah. It was really fun. You know, like they were they were under the cosh coming out of the second half, and they just withstood that first fifteen minute storm. And then you know, like Belgium kind of got worn down again, and they were like, "Oh my god, like we're not doing shit." And then Italy took a foothold again, and it was just it was just like two heavyweights battling it out. Yeah, it was, it was it such was, a good game. It was the best fucking game, and yeah, I was, was actually a little a worried because like. Uh, something like a nil-nil draw really would have suited both teams because then they get to play Ireland and Sweden and just both yeah. go through easy. And it was just like, no, they were both fucking going for it. It was fucking great. And like, yeah, I've been, there's this like thing that's lingering in my head and I just haven't found a good way to talk about it. But when I watch teams like Belgium and I kind of felt the same way with like Poland, even like a little bit Switzerland, but maybe they're not good enough to be in this conversation. Like, it's hard to dominate. Like it's hard to be Spain. It's hard to be Germany. It's hard to be Italy. Like France. not it's not just skill. It's far from that. Like Belgium is littered with talent. There's it's obviously more than just skill. Like these guys have been playing together for a long time. Their confidence is next level they've all won everything everyone on italy everyone on spain everyone on germany has won literally everything they're good they're well managed they're well organized they're they're not nervous it's just like all of these unquantifiable things coming together is like the difference between italy and belgium and it just showed like all you need to do is watch it and you just see it like one of these teams is like a contender and one is just Good. Pretend, a pretender. A pretender. Bam. Contender versus pretenders. Yeah. yeah. And and well, Nangolin's well neck tattoo, though, is clearly the MVP. Yeah, I mean, he's ready for Arnautovic Club. That tattoo is insane. It's not small. Just a huge rose over his Adam's apple. It's just fucking scenes. He's just like, I'm a footballer, so I never need to have a real job. So I'm going to get tattoos all over my body, and no one cares. <laughs> exactly. The one, thing's about, the one thing about our defenders, though, that I know drives you insane is the yellow cards. Why do you bring that up? A guy like getting you riled up, I'm obviously. Not gonna, I'm not going to take the bit. I'm not going to take the bait. Also, the reason I brought it up is because I I haven't revealed to you what my myth is of the tournament so far. (laughs) Let's hear it. I'm putting quotation marks around this one sentence that just drives me insane, and it's pockets of space. Yeah, that's an oxymoron, isn't it? It just makes no sense. It's just meaningless. And Pockets of space. it's, It's the only thing that anyone ever says. It's Even like pockets of space. Yeah, it's just I like, like a, acres of space. Like, all right, good. Acres like, that's is a, like a lot, and pockets that's a lot is of land. medium. That's it. Po- There's, no, dude. Pockets is like a small little place. A small like little a pocket. pocket. Yeah. <laughs> pockets is ridiculous. But it's pockets like fucking, like, yeah, just like use a thesaurus. Like, say anything other than pockets of space. Like, it drives me insane. The well, guys will go like 45 minutes. And just say it like ten times, like "Ooh, Spain's finding a little pocket of space here," and I'm just like, "Oh God!" Every time it's like a fucking thorn in my fucking well, side. I guess, well, I guess like maybe a pocket of space, like a little pocket of space. It's like there's a bubble of like no one around them, but like acres of space is like there's a fucking shit ton. Of acres space. of space makes perfect sense. Acres and measurement. But a pocket of, of space does. Land. I'm thinking about it a little bit deeper right now. 
a pocket of space, like if you're in midfield, if there's no one like closing or pressing you down, like you have yeah. a little pocket, like a little bubble. Yeah, I mean, I fucking understand what it means, but it's well, like- I didn't. Now I'm still <laughs> fucking get to my level. I'm trying to figure. Yeah, it out. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just bad. It's uh, yeah, not yeah. good, and everyone should stop fucking using it and say something else. It'd be okay. fucking god damn it. Well, if that's a I'm word, sweating. I mean, we're not we're not getting into like the women broadcasters on the. Uh, I'm ESPN sweating right now, but that one woman trouble. was really good. Yeah, whatever her name was. What else do we even talk about here? Romania being Pikachu's? No, let's transition because we're getting long. Let's go into um, Game Week 2 captains. Wait wait, 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 wait. Before that, there are three questions that I took from Twitter. So let's just rattle through these real quick. Okay. We're running long, but you know I'll cut it down. Okay. So one is um, FPL forecast. We kind of already covered this, but... Given the poor performances by some pricey players, Lewandowski, Hazard, Griezmann, etc., should managers look to jump ship or hold out? So we covered like cheap guys, like someone else yeah. tweeted about Zielinski. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. what about expensive guys? Well, you got to hold. There's you no, hold, there's no right? point. It's just the value in the transfers is too great to uh, make a lateral move, a one-on-one yeah. swap. Yeah. Hazard didn't look good today. No question about it. He's playing Italy. Next week he's playing fucking Ireland, so the chances that he could turn it around are great. And uh, that's a, I mean that's a simple answer. Yeah, simple me. answer. I, I fully mm. agree. And mm. that honestly pretty much covers everything because <laughs> now I'm looking and I just took the same question by like three different people. Like some of them trying to get rid of Mueller and someone trying yeah. to get rid of Zielinski, no. and we kind of no, covered no, no. all. You can't that. panic. Yeah, you just can't panic. Yeah, you can't. You have panic. to hope. You have to hope that your the expensive guys that are class are going to turn up. And if they didn't turn up in game week one, there's two more to go. And, yeah, I mean yeah. France, Albania, like Griezmann's your yeah, captain. You got a brace easily. He's Anyone your captain brace for a reason. Game. Like, yeah, no question. Mm-hmm. All right, that was that was like banter. Like I'm riled up right now. <laughs> Let's go into captain. Yeah. Of God, sounds great. Match day um, two, so we have one less day. Yeah, one less day is really important because of that like threshold that we were talking about earlier. Yeah, so go on. What do you see on Wednesday? Well, Wednesday, 15th? I just shouted out Greatsman's definitely a shout if you have him, as is Giroud, as is Pyatt. Mm-hmm. That's probably it. I'm not comfortable captaining a Swiss player. I think Romania is pretty good. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think anyone who has a Swiss player is going to be second fiddle to that France player. Yeah, I, you're I France don't, player. Yeah. I don't mind a mad punt on Hamshik against Russia because I think they were that bad. They were that um, bad, yeah. But that but, that would mean, well, I guess if you have like Pogba, yeah, I'd probably rather Captain Hamshik. Yeah, if Pogba's your best France attacker, if you don't have Griezmann, Paye, or um, Giroud. Giroud, I would probably, and you have Pogba, I would Captain Hamshik over Pogba because. Albonia is fucking. They were playing with ten men last week, and they were great. I mean, they didn't concede with ten men for an hour. Yeah, they were super solid. Yeah, so and they, Pogba they could probably, had that one shot, but otherwise he was kind of just yeah, second terrible. fiddle. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, Thursday we had. Well, what about cleans? I mean, I guess they uh, they they cover they themselves. Yeah, but, yeah. Slovakia, Switzerland, France. I mean, you could get a clean anywhere there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Thursday, so we have England, Wales, Ukraine, Northern Ireland, Germany, Poland. Yeah, so it's tough. Yeah, it's a big day. I mean, I think Bale is probably a standout. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I think I'd cap Bale over over Mueller. I don't think so. No, no, I don't think so. I don't know. I, I, I still think Poland's defense is not good. I don't think it's and good. Well, we didn't really England's, see it tested, to be fair. That's, yeah, but we, didn't, still, we have no I mean, idea what it is. They gave up a lot of goals in qualifying. Northern Ireland were by far the worst team of the tournament, I think. Yeah, but they played with 11 men behind the, behind the yeah, ball. Yeah, so. so we don't really know Poland's defense yet. I love it. I love like the short tournament because like, we just get these little slices of information and then have to like project outward and try yeah. and figure it out. It's great. But yeah. I think Bale's a good shot. I think Kane's a good shot. I think Mueller's a good shot. I mean, any one of those three, you can't really, you could talk yourself into any of them, but I think you couldn't go wrong with any of them. Yeah, I would. I would definitely go Mueller or Bale over Kane, though. Yeah, but I mean, Bale. I feel like not that many people have Bale, but definitely Mueller over Kane. I mean, Kane was fucking awful. Yeah, Oscar. Kane was bad, and and the three center backs and the way Wales play, like that is fucking tough to break down. 
Yeah, That's especially no for yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. It feels yeah, like no. a goal against Wales will come from something weird most of the time, not like a you know just like a simple like striker through ball, you know. Yeah, yeah. But um, clean, yeah, we didn't I mean, really talk much about Poland because that game was just so fucking one sided. Like we don't, I feel like we don't know anything about Poland. Yeah, but you love milk, man. Yeah, Milik was fucking amazing. He's gonna get he's gonna get bop for a lot of money this summer. He should do. He, That'll be a good game. Germany Poland's gonna be good. That's gonna be a really good game. Yeah, I'm yeah, super it's, it's super curious. Yeah, yeah that's exciting. And England Wales that day is just amazing. Yeah, those, UK those Northern are, Ireland I could live without, but not amazing. But yeah. And then cleans, yeah. I mean, I guess England, Wales, I probably don't see a clean there. Ukraine no. should keep clean, and then probably no clean Germany, Poland, huh? Yeah, I mean, you would you'd always back Germany over Poland. Yeah, who knows? But yeah. Uh, day three: Italy, Sweden, Czech Republic, Croatia, Spain, Turkey. Those are good games. Yeah, really good. Um, you gotta back Italy for a clean every game. If they can do it against Belgium, they'll yeah, they should back. be able to keep cleans in their group for sure. Yeah, that said, Zlatan was really fucking good. But I'd probably well, who's your cap this this day? Fuck, I would is probably it defender already. You know, I don't know. It's really I. I feel pretty okay with Perisic just because he hit the bar. He should have had he a couple so assists. Good, like yeah. he was everywhere. And I still think the Czech Republic are bad, and they probably played up to their opponent this this day. Um, I feel the, like Croatia might be able to turn them this over. Day, Turkey or is it Czech Republic? I think Czech Republic's worse than Turkey. I'm not going to be fooled by that one one game sample size. I yeah. think Turkey's still a good team. Uh, Spain couldn't break Czech Republic down and took them 80 minutes in a set piece. Like Turkey's yeah. way better, I think. So, um, Marat again. I mean, we talked about Spain preseason about their the dearth of attacking options and everyone's on a short leash. You don't know who's in a sub. You don't know who's in a start. Um, I still don't feel like there's a really standout option who's nailed for 90 for Spain. Maybe David Silva, but nobody owns him. Um, I don't mind someone like maybe like a Kendreva if you own him as a captaincy shout. Yeah, I, Sweden defense definitely wasn't solid by any stretch. Ireland no. created a million fucking chances. Yeah. I actually, yeah. I actually love that Kondreva and Pele. Yeah, Pele could be a good challenge. I mean, that- we, we all know we all play FPL. Like Pele is a form player to a T. Like when Against he's scoring, teams. he will fucking score in bundles. He might yeah. be my favorite captain of the day. Yeah, and and then that's that could be the kind of thing if you want to take a punt. Like there, you, there's there's your punt probably. Yeah. Um, but I mean, for us, we're probably going to be looking at Perisic or um, or Zlatan. I know Zlatan makes me really nervous against Italy that I put cap on it. Hopefully, it doesn't get there. We'll see. Yeah, hopefully, it doesn't get there. Um, and then last day, we we're looking at Belgium's definitely the standout. All of Belgium Ireland. is going to go nuts. Yeah. Yeah, but we this is this was our ace in the hole with Siggy against Hungary. Yeah. I also, I want to talk about Belgium, like. I'd be really scared if I was a Lukaku owner. He could easily not play. Again. He was bad and got subbed early. Not early, but he should have been subbed earlier. Like Origi yeah. was just instantly so much better. Yeah, I mean, he was just terrible today. Lukaku got nothing. dropped in the exact same fashion in the World Cup. There's no reason he's not going to get dropped. But yeah, yeah KDB will be great. Hazard should be good. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, and as you said, Ari's in the whole Siggy. Mm-hmm. So that's good, and yeah, Portugal Austria is an interesting one too. We haven't seen either team play yet, but I mean, if you have Ronaldo, you have him for a reason. Yeah, I just that's a, yeah. We're we're playing with no information there. We're playing I with just, no information. It's tough. If you have Ronaldo, you're obviously going to captain him whenever you have him playing on that day, regardless of opposition. But I don't know Austria. Austria's the hipster choice. We'll see how they do tomorrow. Yeah. As for like just talking through it, like we just did, like as for guys, who are some guys that like say you were going to use a transfer because you want to and whatever, like who are some guys that you would target? Like maybe someone like Pella is a guy that I would recommend to someone if they're like, you know, like my roommate Dennis has Vardy. If he can like get to Pella somehow, you know, just as a hypothetical, like who are some guys that you would target maybe to bring in? But that's a tough thing, is it? I mean, like what we were just mentioning, going Pelo to Vardy. He doesn't have one and a half. No, I know. I'm just yeah. In general, I yeah. Know. Hang, let me let me look at this for a second. 
I mean, I think I, I was very impressed with Kanopliyanka. I think he yeah. could do something against Northern, Northern Ireland. Ireland. That's a good yeah. fixture. That's good. Um, I did again. Like Milkman was really good. He's someone that could certainly score. Germany, whatever they they can they give up their fair share of chance. I think yeah. that's something that could come off. I don't mind Paris going is from. We talked about. Yeah, Perry is he's a gem, but yeah. I don't mind going heavy hitter to heavy hitter and getting Balin. I think England are leaky. I think he could do something against them. Yep. Um, I don't mind going to Pie, like Pogba to Pie. No, I mean, that, that's I automatic think that's, to me. Yeah, it's, I, I don't think it's automatic just because of the value of the transfer. I think that, yes, no, Pie I mean, has a like, better I, chance. Yeah, yeah we already, we already talked ha- about that. Yeah. yeah, we talked, but that's the thing is it's like, it's hard for me to like not be sensible. I know yeah, like, you're I talking about punts. I wouldn't really advise I most of do these it. transfers. Yeah, yeah, but like, but if you want to have a fuck, take the piss. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. Um, no, no, totally. I, I mean, I think Hamshik against Russia's got potential there. I think Russia's fucking horrible. Yeah, I'm still scared. I'm a little scared about that one. Hamshik okay. basically had a good first five minutes and then didn't do shit. Yeah, but I just, I still feel like he's just so quality. I just love him. Yeah, I'm I love biased. Him. Because I love him. Yeah, and then uh, I mean, again, we haven't seen it yet, but Hungary are supposed to be the worst team in this tournament, and Iceland are playing Hungary next week. So see how Siggy looks, but he's the main man on pens on set pieces. If Hungary are as bad as everyone says they are, then that's a great shout too to me, Siggy. Yeah, yeah, that's why we have him basically. Yeah, yeah. All right, dude. I think we're right. set. That was fucking. That was epic. Yeah, that was big time. That was a wow. big pod. I didn't expect it. I'm a little tuned up right now. I'm yeah, I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm like sweating. I'm like, yeah. Up. yeah. <laughs> it's like it people good. have one day to listen to this. Like tomorrow, hopefully everyone listens because it's going to be outdated very quickly. Yeah, immediately. Yeah. But um, all right. Yeah. Check us out at fmlfpl.com. Follow us on Twitter at fmlfpl. Email us, rate my teams and all that shit, fmlfpl at gmail.com. Join our league. Like us on Facebook. Rate on iTunes, all that shit. Cheers. Bye. Podcast Network.